0: It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details.
1: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo, zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now
0: let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: Here we go, it's hour two, it's a Wednesday, live in Los Angeles, it's The Herd, wherever you may be, however you may be listening, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1, so during the week usually, my wife's out of town, so I go out and hang out with my buddies, and I went out with Sean Payton last night, but I don't drink tequila, I'm not a tequila drinker, but last night I decided, Sean and I had a tequila, He's, you know, he spent a lot of time in New Orleans, that's a cocktail city. So I'm not gonna get into too much of what we did last night, but we had a tequila. And I hadn't had one in twenty five years. I've gotta be honest with you. A mm-hmm. little well, orange slice, orange peel in there, a little tequila on the ice. Are you, you I not had
3: tequila in twenty five years? I don't years? drink tequila.
2: No, I don't I'm not I'm not a dark liquor. I'm That's not gracious. a I'm not a bourbon, uh I'm not a caramel. Boy, I can't wait for Arizona next month. We're gonna get after
3: it on the party circuit at the Why, Super Bowl. I you know, <laughs> I'll
2: do a beer and uh, but I I do are you a cock are you a tequila drinker? Oh whatever. Yeah. What are we doing tonight? I'm in. Yeah. You know me. Okay. So uh, Lamar Jackson posted a cryptic message ahead of the Ravens offseason free agency. Now we know three quarterbacks last three years, stars, Stafford, Brady, and Russell Wilson all changed teams. And we talked about this yesterday. So he went to uh, Instagram and he basically said, uh, when you have something good, You don't play with it. You don't take chances losing it. You don't neglect it. When you have something good, you pour into it. You appreciate it because when you take care of something good, that good thing takes care of you too. Not that cryptic. Uh, He wants a new contract. So uh, Now, I will say this. I have always remarked about Lamar Jackson is all these star quarterbacks who left had issues. Stafford didn't have a playoff win. Brady was old, and Russell – He's arguably a declining player with some personality challenges. Yes, Lamar Jackson is imperfect. He's been a bad playoff quarterback. He's been bad. And he's had back-to-back seasons end with an injury. Don't love that. Um, but this offense went from dynamic to unwatchable. He's 45 and 16 as a starter. And if you look at the stats in season, so it's the same roster with and without him. They averaged 25 a game with him and 13 without him. They're seven and four with him. They're three and four without him. So they're just not a very good football team. And, and and we do this though. We tend to nitpick. But why is it celebrated? You know, Brady was old. Oh, Tampa got a star. Stafford had no playoff wins. Oh, the Rams will win the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson, I fell for it. This is a, a windfall for Denver. But I see a lot of this. I don't know with Lamar. I don't de-. Stafford didn't have any playoff wins. At least Lamar's got a playoff win. So, outside of Mahomes, there is no perfect quarterback. I mean, think about this. Arguably, the second best quarterback in the league is Josh Allen, who has a major turnover problem. That's number two. (laughs) And Stafford uh, and and Joe Burrow, who I think is the number two, uh, let's be honest, he's already had a really, really bad injury. If he had another one knee down, we'd be concerned. So, I saw this with Andrew Luck. People nitpicked. Andrew Luck apart. Well, his arm strength. Did you ever once watch Andrew Luck in an NFL game and think, you know, if that guy didn't have a noodle arm, he'd be really, really good. So I, I always I, – I come down to quarterbacks, and, a lot, and if I'm hiring somebody, do they add value you don't currently have? And if you start looking at all these quarterbacks, Stafford has a dynamic arm. Brady is dynamic pre-snap inaccuracy. Um, Russell Wilson, it was viewed as you know, dynamic escapability. When you think of Lamar Jackson, the word I think of is dynamic. That's kind of the difference, but Kirk Cousins is talented. He's not dynamic. Dak is talented. I'd never use dynamic. Like dynamics, sort of the line in the sand. Dinette, Dyna- Trevor Lawrence, Herbert Burrow. Burrow's the most accurate quarterback in the league. Uh, Allen, Mahomes, they all outside of Mahomes have something that concerns us. Right, so to me we can nitpick all these guys. Russell Wilson came with baggage. Stafford never won a playoff game. Brady was old. Uh, if you try to people try to nitpick Lamar Jackson, essentially, Baltimore went from a playoff team to unwatchable. <laughs> it's 13 points a game. This is a league now. So Harbaugh's an elite coach. They have a legit running game. They have one of the best tight ends in football. They had in-season momentum. The league has pivoted to offense. They scored 13 a game without him. 13 a game. And it's not like they played great defense after great defense. They had a couple, but they they couldn't score. So does Lamar Jackson, is he dynamic? It's the first word I think of. And does he add value to something you don't have? Yeah, I think so. He's, he's the fastest player that's ever played the position. That, that's Tyreek Hill's the fastest receiver. Lamar's the fastest quarterback. That feels like something to me. The fastest player ever at his position uh, for years at cornerback, it was uh, Green for the Washington— uh, Daryl Green, yeah, yes, yeah. sir. He was the fastest corner. Uh, he, what did he play, 17? He played forever. If you're the fastest person in your sport in football— That generally, uh, Deion Sanders is probably fastest or second fastest ever. Lamar's the fastest player that's ever played quarterback. Seems like to me, I go, I said this yesterday. If you just say Jets, Lamar, it's a playoff team. Feels like a playoff team to me, right? You don't have to talk yourself into it. That defense, (laughs) that defense, that running back, young receivers, I mean, he's getting this team to the playoffs, and they've had over the last three to four years the, the weakest receiving core in the league. He's, Wouldn't doing a, Garrett Wilson be the best receiver he's played with? I mean, Garrett Wilson was incredible
3: for the Jets this year. Well, they, Hollywood Brown was good. He's, you don't like Hollywood Brown? I, I, he's all right. You know, I'm a, mm-hmm. I don't know if Arizona loves him after this past season, playing a lot of video games with Kyler Murray all the oh, time. Give me Garrett Wilson any day of the
2: week. I saw something else. I, I, I did see something else. And I'll go into it later, but I didn't love this. So the Cardinals hired a new GM, Monty Ozenfort. And uh, one of his quotes was, he said, um, ego will not be tolerated in the building. (laughs) And my first takeaway was when Brady came back 28-3 to at the Super Bowl and won, wasn't ego a component? Joe Burrow, isn't ego a component? I don't know. I think there's a when when Matt Stafford does a no look pass at the Super Bowl, isn't there a little ego? Like cocky and confident, that line, you can go over it. It's straddled constantly. But my takeaway in that whole situation in Arizona, wasn't that just another public shot at Kyler Murray? Can you guys stop doing your business at the podium? Does Arizona do anything behind closed doors? It's another shot publicly at your quarterback. It's not the way you do it, fellas. It's not working. (laughs) It's not working. You don't think
3: it's a good idea to join the team and introducing yourself to the fan base, take a shot directly at the quarterback that you just gave all the money to last
2: year? The rule in this sport is mostly keep your chaos behind a door. Keep drama out of the newspapers. Arizona does the opposite. They They call a press conference and announce it. They announce their drama. It's like, don't do that. Everybody's got egos in this business. The best GMs, owners, they all got egos. Now, you try to have some humility, be grateful. If that accompanies ego, I'm okay with it. But, you know, I'm going to say when Matt Stafford does a no-look pass at the Super Bowl, there's a little ego there. It's a little cocky there. Uh, Gerald McCoy, 11 years in the NFL, a six-time Pro Bowler. So, you watched Dak. In two weeks, Dak was awful and great. And... I mean, he, you got a different quarterback. So let me ask you this, Gerald. Is it play calling? Is it game plan? It's, it is unique that you can be your worst as a pro and your best as a pro in seven games. What did you see with mm-hmm. Dak on Monday that, that what do you think? The, I mean, that's as good as I've seen him play. Why did it all come mm-hmm. together?
4: Well, first off, thanks for having me. Great seeing you guys again. Um what I seen Monday because I was there, unfortunately, and it was <laughs> it was it was a sad day in Tampa. But uh what I seen the most is his resiliency. You know, uh Dak said in an interview prior to the game that they asked him, okay, so how do you get over the seven games straight of the interceptions? And he said, Just mindset, take care of the football. And that's what he did, man. He took what Tampa gave him. You know, they started out in the zone, they tried to go man. And he just took what they gave him, man. He had so much time to get the ball out. And I think that's really what it was, man. The pass rush just really wasn't getting home for Tampa, And uh, he just took advantage of it. You know, and they just just opened up the playbook. And uh, I think if they can continue this moving forward, then they got a real shot. Now, the test is going to be if he can do the same thing with the rush that's coming at him in San Fran. Let me ask you. The the Cowboys kind of got hosed.
2: So San Francisco was done by 4 in the afternoon Saturday. Dallas didn't even get home till 3 in the morning Tuesday. In your career, are there advantages to not having a ton of prep time? Because they're going to go in, Gerald, with a 24-hour or or a 48-hour prep disadvantage. Does that Mm -hmm. worry you? Or, or at this point in the season, do you kind of know what you are? What do you make of that? Is it hard to overcome?
4: Yeah, I don't think it's the prep that's the problem. Uh, I think the, the, the NFL has the best coaches and players. Obviously, that's why it's the highest level. So they, they're able to prep with the time they have. I honestly believe it's the uh, recovery of the body. You know, that was a, a tough, hard-fought game. You know, uh, t- uh, Dallas brought it. They brought it on Monday, man. They played extremely physical, and that was really the difference in the game, how physical they were. And now you going up against a team that's one of the most, if not the most, physical team in the NFL right now. Yeah. It's really the test of whether you can recover well. I don't think it's the preparation. I think they're going to be well prepared. Uh, you know what San Francisco is. You know what they can do. You know you still face it. I mean, as great as uh, Purdy has played, you know, he's still a rookie quarterback. So, you know, uh, Shanahan's only going to do so much. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think it's the preparation. I think it's more of your body recovering and yeah. able to do it all over again a short amount of time.
2: We were, we were just showing Mike McCarthy, and I said, when you get an early reputation in your life, it is hard to overcome. Um, you know, forever, Tom Brady was viewed as a system quarterback. And even mm-hmm. at the end, a lot of people thought that. Then he left New England, and he was the system. But he, as the GOAT, Literally heard that over because early in his career, he was a system quarterback for the first five or six years.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah, he was.
2: So McCarthy got a reputation in Green Bay that Aaron was winning despite McCarthy. But if you put up his division titles, his playoff record, and his winning percentage, it's equal. Tomlin, Harbaugh, Pete Carroll, Andy Reid, and he's got a Super Bowl. So he's one of those guys that got an early label – And now he's struggling to overcome it. He's a darn good coach. It's right up there with Andy Reid winning, even without Aaron Rodgers. He's a better coach statistically than Belichick without Brady. So my takeaway is you've been in the room. You know Mike McCarthy. He's doing something right, whether the media likes him or not. What did you find to be
4: his strength as a coach? I think the biggest misconception about Coach McCarthy, which I love Coach McCarthy. I had an opportunity to play for him at the Pro Bowl, and then I was actually you know, in the room with him when he was preparing the team. The biggest misconception that I see that a lot of media says is he doesn't reach the team, or they, they're tuning him out, or he doesn't know how to get them prepared. And that's wrong, man. When he speaks and he talks, he has a way about presenting things to the players that He simplifies it, and he makes it very easy to digest. And uh, he has a way of going about it, not just showing like statistics and how things work, but he'll say, this is what we're going to do, and this is why we're doing it, and this is why it works. And I believe getting the right pieces in the room, the leadership in that locker room is why it's working, uh, uh, along with Guys just want to play play for this guy, man. And, and Coach McCarthy, man, that's a that's a horrible misconception, man. I see all the time that, oh, his pregame speeches or what he says to the players doesn't make sense, or he doesn't have them prepared because he's not reaching them. And I no, he's he's doing something, right? All this winning, they doing it down. So uh, yeah, that's just a that's just a horrible misconception, and I want to kill that today. Coach McCarthy is a great coach, and he really reaches those guys, and that's why he can get this. Get the most out of him, man. A lot of things they put on him where the team may not play well. They say, oh, well, the coach did this and the coach did that. Listen, his coaching style is what it is. But I've been in those rooms, I've been in those team meetings, I've been in those defensive meetings, and I've sat and talked to him one on one. Coach McCarthy knows how to reach men, and he knows how to get them prepared and ready to play.
2: So I didn't love that Lamar Jackson was not in Cincinnati with his team. I don't like when he goes to Instagram, um, but I would pay him because I think he's dynamic, and there's about seven truly dynamic quarterbacks in the league. Uh, Kirk Cousins is good. I don't think he's dynamic. Lamar's dynamic. But it has been weird. It's, it's the Instagram mm-hmm. stuff. How do you think as a, as a, it's such a quarterback-driven sport would it bother you that he didn't go to Cincinnati? Would that bother you?
4: No, not as a, not as a teammate because uh you know what he's been, who he is, and when you in the, when you're in the room with somebody or in the locker room or you sit down and eat with them all the time, you know who these people are. So it would bother me if he wasn't if that's who he was. Oh, I'm a I'm a loner. I'm about me. I'm about this man Lamar Jackson has went out there numerous times when he's been hurt. And you've seen who he is and what he is. He came into the season without a contract. And he hasn't played like it. He hasn't acted like it. You know, and because he takes shots here and there, signing, you know, holding up a sign or, yeah, you know, p- posting something on Instagram. It is what it is, man. He's a pro. And what more does he need to ship? First off, he came out of college and a lot of teams say he was a receiver or a running back. Right. And he proved that he's a quarterback. He said, no, I'm a quarterback. And he proved it. Year two, he won MVP. He's won playoff games. He's taken his team to playoff multiple times. He had his team in the number one seed before he got hurt. And a lot of people say, "Oh, he don't have weapons." Well, the running game is this, and And he steals the number one seed. I don't know. He's doing this year in and year out. Yes, at some point it's going to boil over, and you're going to do what you feel is necessary for them to get the message. Hey, look, I should be paid, right? You know. But as a player in the locker room, I think everybody in that locker room feels like. You know, I think J.K. Dobbins, was it, that yeah. said something like, if we had Lamar Jackson, we would have won. I think that's more a shot at, you know, Baltimore, instead of people say, taking it as a shot at the second-string quarterback because it's more like, if you would have paid this dude, we don't know. There's a lot of speculation that he's not coming in because he hasn't got paid right. or he could miraculously be healed if he got paid. I think they're saying, hey, that guy deserves to be paid and he should have been, Yeah, you know, and – uh. I, I, in the locker room, as a player that's been in these locker rooms, we feel like if this guy's been doing this and we know the type of teammate and player he is, pay him his money. Right. And it's really the team's fault that he's not here. So we're more looking at the team like, pay him yeah. so he can be here with us. Yeah. The, um, you look at, you know
2: Tampa, you played there for I think nine years, eight or nine years, and you were at, uh, you were yes. at, at the game. And Brady, after the game at a press conference, he sounded like he was leaving. What do your guys say about Brady and Tampa? What do you make? Do you think Tom hangs it up, comes back? What what are you hearing?
4: I don't know. Nobody knows. (laughs) You know, Tom is a mystery. Uh, All you know is that he loves his teammates for sure. That's all I hear the most is he loves his teammates. He's all about his team, and he just wants to win. Uh, But outside of that, he's more of a mystery. You really don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Guys right now, they all up, up in arms themselves about what just happened to them. You know, it was just a rough season. You go from being what we were when I was there, when we were up and down, you know, a lot of down, and then you get the GOAT quarterback come in and you win immediately. I mean, you win, not just win, you win the Super Bowl immediately. And then the next year, you still keep winning. So when you come into this season you expect the same thing, that whole losing way is not even in your mind anymore. But then you have this season that they just had. Everybody's just kind of all over the place right now. Yeah. You know, I don't even know if more uh, more guys are thinking, like, it's time coming back more than just like, shoot, what am I going to do? Because uh. I don't even know who's going to be in locker room next year, you know?
2: Yeah. Gerald McCoy, um, you did not plus C. When's the last time you played?
4: Uh, September 13th. Of last year.
2: All right. Are you, are you done? Are you retired?
4: Not yet. Huh? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. I'm just asking. It's a, <laughs> my, Hey, listen. I'm a mystery as well. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. I love coming on the show. So anytime you call me, just know I'm picking up.
2: Gerald McCoy. Good seeing you, my man.
4: Yeah, all right. Love you guys. Thank all you. All right. He was great. He, in college, he was great as a freshman.
2: Big 12 freshman. Uh, defensive player of the fre- defensive freshman of the year. He was great right out of high school, right in the Big Twelve. Uh, Gerald McCoy. You know, it, it is. He said something. He goes, "I don't think it's the prep time that the Cowboys will struggle with. It's the body recovery." So you're going from a very physical game to the most physical team. But I saw a story in the Washington Post, and they talked about it. it used to be that the home teams got three to three and a half points, and they say now it's closer to one because of the quality of the training, uh, the quality. You, you fly on bigger planes now. Teams own their own planes. You get off the plane. You're immediately doing all these plyometrics or whatever it is the trainers do, that the the home field advantage is not nearly disadvantage, is not what it used to be. Now, Seattle and New Orleans are still really loud, but we've watched Green Bay melt at Lambeau with Aaron Rodgers and a pretty good defense. We've watched them melt three years in a row. Is that San Francisco won't be the problem, as he said. Prep won't be the problem. The problem is physicality. Can you face a team that is that physical? Will you be ready to play for three and a half hours against the Niners? Home field advantage. I mean, I've seen Miami go to Buffalo twice with Skyler Thompson, had the Bills at home on their heels and Buffalo's loud. But it just it doesn't matter nearly as much. You know, for years the quarterback now gets, you know, audio in the helmet. The crowd's not a factor. It, um, it's a good point. It's can you play the Niners three hours physical, two days, two and a half days, less rest. One more H.E.R.D.?
0: The H.E.R.D. streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search H.E.R.D. to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours.
5: and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
2: I learned so much about J-Mac during the commercials. So much. We had a
3: former NFL coach stop by the set.
2: And you... He was the quarterback
3: of your college team at James Madison. Indeed, yeah, we go way back, so uh, we're just catching up. You Love hearing NFL stories. Uh, Again, I, we need to get this sponsored. You know, in between during the commercial breaks, we need like a behind-the-scenes little BTS action, right?
2: I like that. It's a good idea. J Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News.
3: Talk a little Chiefs-Jags, shall we? Rematch from the Week Ten matchup. Mahomes had one of his best games of the year. KC cruises to an easy 27-10 victory. But in the lead-up to this weekend's divisional round game, Mahomes has noticed a difference in the Jags' film. Here's what he had to say.
4: I mean, I think the only difference is they might just have a little bit more confidence just because they're winning football games right now. But they're they're a talented team. I knew that the first time we played them. Uh, You can see the talent that they had. Uh, They were flying around to the football. Uh, They made a few mistakes here and there, and that's why we kind of got the win the first time. But uh, we understand how good this football team is um, and how much of a challenge it's going to be for us to go out there and try to find a way to get a win. Um, And so we're trying to prepare ourselves the best way possible that that we can find a way to win it uh, there on Saturday.
2: I remember that first game, and Jacksonville did themselves no favors. They made mistakes. But it was – when you watch Jacksonville, they look the part. If, if I'll give you an example. If you gave the Carolina Panthers Trevor Lawrence, because if you watch Carolina play – I watched them go up and beat Seattle. Their front seven's got nothing but athletes. Yeah. So Carolina's front seven, and they have one or two really nice perimeter players. Is is DJ Moore? uh, He's excellent, but J.C. Horn, the cornerback, got hurt again, but he is like a top flight corner. Jacksonville reminds me of Carolina. Their roster's not complete. The difference is one has a star quarterback and one doesn't have one. But I, I watched Carolina and Jacksonville play really good teams this year. They look the part. Carolina's roster is way closer than people think. They just, they got to get a quarterback and probably beef up the O-line a little, but Jacksonville looks the part. Chiefs averaged 7.8
3: yards per play in that earlier meeting. had like 425 yards of all. I mean, I I just can't make the case for Jacksonville here, Colin. This is two straight grueling games having to come back against Josh Dobbs. They trailed at halftime of that game. Down 27-7 against the chart. Like, she's... Let's be real. They shouldn't even be here, right? They need like five straight wins to yeah. end the season. I, I Andy Reid, they well, win I, like, this. I, like, I don't know how handily they win it, but um, I, I like the Chiefs. Here.
2: And the number was eight, eight and a and half. half. Yeah, yeah.
3: You gotta watch garbage time points. You know Trevor Lawrence. He's not gonna stop chucking at the end of the game. I don't know if I take the eight and a half. Maybe a teaser yeah. below a field goal. I know you love a good teaser. Oh, uh, next up, <laughs> Brock Purdy. Boy, you've turned a lot of heads, Colin. 49ers have won a million games in a row. Pretty undefeated. And Chris Sims, uh, former quarterback of his own, believes it's evidence the 49ers should have drafted Mac Jones instead of Trey Lance with the third overall pick. Here's what Sims had to say.
4: This is why I was saying draft Mac Jones! This is why! I mean, he's a lesser Mac Jones. And yes, this is sustainable. Because... If, as long as you're smart and have control of the football, Shanahan, the team they have, they don't ever make it all about the quarterback. So he's just gonna be, hey, f**khead, listen to this. I'm telling you the keys of the play right here. Watch this guy. If you could just listen to me, it'll be open, right? Yeah. That's all he needs.
2: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, there. Oof. That. That's why there's an argument that Trey Lance is the opposite of what they needed. This offense, accuracy is king. Garoppolo is accurate. Brock Purdy's accurate. Trey Lance is talented. Struggle Like Justin Fields. Really talented. Not an accurate third down in the box. It's not what he does well. This offense is not built for the best athlete. So why draft Trey Lance? Well, again, it's fascinating. So there's a lot of respectable voices that said Kyle wanted Mac. The scouts said he's just not and, and by the way, New England's discovered this. He's limited. He's not gonna make anything off script. Kyle would argue, I don't need him off script. Garoppolo got me to a Super Bowl. He's nothing off script. So, yes, I think I think deep down Mac was now in hindsight a better fit. What's interesting is what they're gonna do with Trey, because the one thing, there's one thing you can't be With a Kyle Shanahan's offense, inaccurate. Matt Schaub was excellent. Matt Ryan, Hurdy, Garoppolo, they're accurate. Don't have to be a great athlete. So this offense is not asking you to be what Trey Lance is. Big, strong, power arm. They don't really throw it over the top very much. They don't. It's a lot of underneath stuff. It's a lot of seam stuff. Remember what Kyle Shanahan did to Matt Ryan?
3: Made him an MVP of the league and within seconds of winning a Super Bowl. That's, that's Kyle Shanahan, okay?
2: And what does what Matt, Matt do well? When he has time, he completes footballs. Yeah, Doesn't Brock move Purdy, at
3: all. Brock Purdy's making plays. He's smart. I, I, it, this gets really fascinating if Jimmy Garoppolo says, Guys, I'm healthy. I'm ready to go in the conference championship in well, two weeks.
2: All coordinators, if they be Dallas, coordinators are different. Greg Roman, Kaepernick, Lamar. Greg Roman's offense, he wants a mobile quarterback. Alex Smith was mobile. I mean, Colin Kaepernick was. Andy Reid yeah. likes to move sometimes the pocket. Andy likes a little more. He had Donovan McNabb. He had Alex Smith. He had Mahomes. So Andy likes a little mobility. This is one of the few coaches in the league is like, no, no, no. Just deliver. I, I always said, this offense is built for Chris Paul, not Steph Curry. You don't need spectacular. You need accurate.
3: Brock Purdy wins this game. Who's
2: starting the conference championship? Brock Purdy or Jimmy Garoppolo? Brock Purdy, absolutely. Wow. You need, yeah. with that Philly D-line, you need some mobility. I, I And I, I'm a Garoppolo fan, but I believe what you're seeing is young Romo and young Kurt Warner. This is going to stick. In this offense, it's going to work. They don't have to pay him a nickel for no. four years. Not a nickel. Do you know what the – they can keep Bosa. They can keep Debo. They can keep McCaffrey. They don't have to pay their quarterback potentially anything. I bet My my gut is they move off Trey Lance. They move off him next year. I think they're going to move off him and get a draft pick for him and redraft somebody like fourth or fifth round. I think they're going to go with Purdy. I really do. Boy. Uh, That draft class, Trey
3: Lance, I think Zach Wilson was in there. Justin Fields, that's a wild. Mac Jones, that's a wild draft class. All right, final story, Frank Reich. Remember, he was the Colts head coach earlier this season, got fired. He's now being considered as a candidate for many jobs. He reportedly met with the Cardinals about their head coaching position after having already met with the Panthers last week. Another report claims he may get a look. As OC of my New York Jets, which I think would be outstanding. Easy. Let me coach. ask you this.
2: Let me ask you, you're Frank Reich. Would you have, rather have Carolina, which right now is about defense but no quarterback, or Arizona with a great quarterback talent, but drama? Which
3: would you choose? A, a quick word on Arizona. So all we heard the last two weeks was: yeah, they have two guys inside the building, Adrian Wilson and someone else. They're probably gonna divvy up the. The GM job among those two, and then they just say no to those guys. Bring in an outsider. How do you think that front office feels right now? This uh, Arizona is a total mess. I'm avoiding it at all costs. Okay, okay. I would take
2: Carolina, okay. but who's your quarterback there next year? Well, Sam Darnold. Go no. Corral. So you can, no, you can bring Darnold back because you have the defense and the division's bad. So you can be very Carolina at the end of the year was when Matt Rule left. They were feisty. They were feisty. Yeah. So you go draft. So there's three quarterbacks everybody talks about. Bryce Young, Will Levis, C.J. Stroud. The kid at Florida, Anthony Richardson. Again, he's a project. You don't think he can play? I know people who were around him all season long. He's not ready for the NFL. Not even close. Okay, I I like him. I'm rooting for him. I like him. But Frank's a former NFL quarterback. Could he in 12 months, so he doesn't play as a rookie, in 12 months, could he back (laughs) up... Darnold for a year and be ready in twelve. Because I would. Take- I had a better question.
3: What if I'm Frank Reich? Do I pick up the phone and call Derek Carr? And say, yo, we need a quarterback.
2: Oh no, no, Derek Carr. come here, there. we win this damn oh, division. Abs- we got a defense. Oh, me, you together. What do you say, DC? Oh no, Derek Carr wins that division with that defense. That'd be easily the best defense. Derek Carr wins If Brady leaves, Derek Carr wins that division going away next
3: year at Carolina. They lose McCaffrey. They put in a couple running backs and it was fine. They lost like nothing. DJ Moore on the outside. like There's some talent oh, on no. this team. They, the kid they drafted on the guard, Okwanu, struggled early, but he yeah. found his way. Yeah, They can be good. They picked ninth overall. They got a defense. J.C. Horn, no. Uh, Burns. No, they, that's, it's,
2: they're not... Caroline, and that division, remember, Brady's out. Boy, let me tell you something. Derek Carr goes there. Derek Carr goes from having to face Mahomes twice <laughs> a year, Herbert twice a year, and the Denver defense... Defacing facing Desmond Ritter and the merry-go-round in New Orleans. A- Andy Dalton and Tampa. I don't, I don't oh, even know who their backup was. Kyle Trask oh, or Garoppolo. No, well, Garoppolo's Derek Carr, Garoppolo's not going to Tampa. Frank Reich, Derek Carr, Carolina. That's a playoff team. Uh, we're giving free advice. Remember that? We started that
3: firm last month. JNC. JNC. I'm first, obviously. JNC Consulting <laughs> for NFL coaches. <laughs> Carolina, free stuff, baby.
2: Interesting. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news.
1: And thanks for stopping by.
3: The
0: Herd Lie News. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show.
2: Numero uno.
0: Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not are idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't
4: know crap about
0: sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever seen. he's been still on part. the
5: You're line? Off the show! Off oh, the
0: show! You don't know basketball! If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for...
5: Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thank you
2: to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports and now newly minted first round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Don Russ, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show.
3: The Giants and Eagles play on Saturday for a chance to keep their Super Bowl hopes alive. Fox Bet Super 6 is giving everyone a chance to take home $100,000 of Terry Bradshaw's money. Download the Super 6 app and enter your six-game predictions for a chance to
2: win. Okay, so how about this? So there's eight, we were talking during the break, so there's eight quarterbacks left in the playoffs. So, J-Mac and I were saying during the break, let, let's 1-8 to eight rank the quarterback. So, would we both agree Mahomes is the best quarterback? 100%. That's an easy one. You get all the upside without the interceptions and turnovers. So, Mahomes is, is kind of the standard of the league. Uh, you get the pretty. You get the spectacular. You don't get the errors. So, that's the easiest pick. Now, I would say Burrow is my second because – He's not as, uh, he doesn't have the knockout punch of Allen, but Josh has regressed. Josh makes too many mistakes. So I would say number two is Burrow. Agreed. Three, despite the mistakes, Allen literally is the entire Buffalo offense. Yes. So that feels like the easy stuff. Yeah. Now it gets complicated. Okay. So now I am a huge Trevor Lawrence fan. Number one high school player, number one college quarterback, number one pick. I think he's lived up to it. Really, the only thing that derailed him was the Urban Meyer year. This year, he's great. He was the best quarterback in the league statistically Thanksgiving until pre-kickoff last weekend. So, I would put Lawrence 4th. Fourth best quarterback left in the playoffs. Well, I'm not saying he's Burrow, or Allen. So, the only—now, five, I would put Jalen Hurts. Now, Trevor was a better high school, college— and I think he's greater professionally sooner than Hertz was. Now, we're not talking upside. We're talking right now. Yeah, yeah I would take Lawrence because of his size, the way he throws the football. I get everything. I get literally, if you want it, even the hair. I mean, like, he <laughs> looks like the prince, as Nick Wright calls him. Then it gets, so by the way, that's all the top four quarterbacks are all AFC quarterbacks. I mean, I think we agree. Okay, now, now five, I would go Hertz over Dak. We don't even know if Hurts is 100%. Okay, let's just base it on he is. Well, He might be 90% or 80%. Okay. Now, you're, a lot of people will say, well, come on, Colin. Remember, Jalen Hurts was a better high school quarterback than Dak, a better college quarterback than Dak, and he was. Um, he's an MVP candidate. Has Dak ever been a serious MVP candidate? No, but no. the reason
3: Hurts is an MVP candidate, the running ability, right? Well, With his, his running ability—
4: What's the, wrong with
2: that? Does he
3: have that coming into this weekend? I we didn't he, see him run a week 18. Okay, but
2: let's let's just again our guess is he's 90% ish. Okay. What one good season for Jalen Hurts. I'm just That's, I'm not saying career. What I'm saying is this weekend, my belief is Jalen Hurts is mostly healthy. So I don't career or whatever is Hurts is more gifted. His history tells you. Then Dak, and I believe I don't consider Dak a great runner. Hertz is a uniquely gifted runner who's become a very, very solid thrower in that offense. So he's so I I so do you have a disagreement with that? I think Dak is the best quarterback left in the NFC. So you would put? Would you go Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Lawrence? Do you agree with that?
3: I'll go Dak over Lawrence just for right now. Not going forward, I love Lawrence like you do. I think Dak is the best quarterback left in the NFC. I'd put him at four. Lawrence five Hurts six because
2: we don't know what's up with hurts you're, you're and really... unbelievably Brock Purdy hasn't lost a game okay so now we're just left Purdy or Daniel Jones that's yeah who would you take Purdy okay last player taken <laughs> I, in the entire draft yeah. and Daniel Jones was the sixth player taken in the draft <laughs> and he's played the NFL for well, four I years. think my takeaway is Brock Purdy is a more accurate thrower of the football if you go to his college career, He's a more, and his NFL career, he is simply a more accurate distributor of the football. I get accuracy over Daniel Jones and without the turnover stuff that plagued him for years. Now, Daniels has cleaned that up, but Brock Purdy, I don't think San Francisco has scored 35 plus points. How many straight games? Uh, at least four. Right? By the way, not a great online. line. A great well, coach Trent Williams is very good. He, he had a good O line. Uh,
3: center yeah. right, not got, great. A lot of this is Kyle Shanahan, Colin. That's what makes it so troubling. Okay, because- so we
2: basically agree: Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. We agree with. We agree that Daniels eight of eight, right? And Purdy is seven. So our big disagreement is Lawrence, Hurts, and Dak. You like Dak more than I do. I like Lawrence more than you do, and and we both. Yeah. We like Hurts. We don't love him.
3: You went from no Dak on the Monday night game. He wasn't even the top a top 10 player in the game. And I, I mean, now he's possibly the best quarterback left in the NFC.
2: That is a little bit wild. See, the only real big, real big difference, you would just have Dak ahead of Jalen Hurts in the NFC. That, that's your real, you think that... I, listen, Trevor Lawrence threw
3: how many interceptions in the first half against the Chargers? Four? And he's the fourth best quarterback know, left in did, the playoffs?
2: Did your TV go out? In the second half, because in the second half he was I, really
3: I, yeah, good. I was coaching a fourth grade girls was, basketball. Yeah, was, uh, I don't know if you, a lot
2: of that. your TV, your reception went out. He was nearly perfect in the second half against that defense. Yeah, I, I don't know. Dak the or Trevor League. Lawrence yeah. going into this weekend? No. Oh. Well, I Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was the league's best quarterback. Thanksgiving on, right. I can take out one half against the Chargers. The kid was nearly flawless for two months. Dak was horrible against Washington for three and a half hours. He was coming off the
3: early season injury. I can't believe I'm (laughs) defending Dak Prescott here. He was coming off the early season injury. And, oh, by the way, Lawrence was carving up the worst division in football, well, one of the second worst division in football, like Houston, Colts. Those are jokers. Trevor Lawrence did look good against him. Let's not forget, he was losing to Josh Dobbs at home in a
2: week 18 get in the playoffs game. He's a kid. And he needed his defense to bail him out. By the way, is they did beat the Cowboys?
3: They did, yeah. Well, Dak had an awful interception of oh, fluky oh, pick oh. six. Oh, Noah funny. Brown off oh. his hands. Oh, okay. They were. I think Dallas led that game twenty. 20- <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look at like you're juggling. Ball. Um, I you think reading? that was 27-10 Cowboys stammering. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think what's interesting is. The AFC is generational quarterback talent. Yeah. The NFC is just overachievers. By the
3: way, did you see Dak is also the oldest quarterback left in the playoffs?
2: Ninety-nine years old.
3: It's something. It's something. I, I, this is going to come up. It's so weird. People will catch like half this in the car, and then I'll get all these messages on social media. Why do you hate Trevor Lawrence? What do you have a, I love Trevor Lawrence. I'm a huge fan. I, I think going into this weekend, I trust Dak more than I do Trevor Lawrence. Like, right. I think it's would see Dak beating the
2: Niners. I can't see Lawrence beating the Chiefs. Can well, you? No. Okay. <laughs> but I don't, I don't see either quarterback winning. And they faced each other earlier, didn't they? And Trevor beat them. Oh my gosh, Trevor did not. It was about a month win ago, maybe did your TV go out for Dallas that game. So your TV went out <laughs> for that game in the second half. It goes out whenever Trevor Lawrence weird, is playing yeah. well. It's strange how Fuzzy. that works. Yeah. Better call Spectrum, our local cable <laughs> provider. That's who I have. Hour three next.